this is the dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Now, dollop, sure. which is, of course, an American history podcast. Each week, I, Whoa. Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to a guy that I've met. Okay. Uh, his name is Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Because he, he's lazy. Yeah. Or else he would know. Yep, that's right. If I tried. And uh, we have a special guest. Jim, 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 Jim I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> my name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this when is not going to become a tickly clock. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part <laughs> Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick <laughs> arguments. No sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Hi, Gary. No. I see done, my friend. No. Uh, and Dave, we should point out that we have a lovely guest in studio today. Yeah, Pam Reynolds uh, joining the dollop again. Mother, uh, hello, some. my mom. Uh, hello, Dave, Hi. and hello, Goffy. Gareth, Goffy. Just no name. How about no name? No, uh, no, I can't call you no name. That's okay. not very nice. How are things yes. over in? Uh, where are you from, France? Okay, uh, yes, Dave. There'll be yes, no more questions. Yes, from France. Who won the World Cup today, incidentally? Oh, my boys, France. Your boys. Here we go. Dave likes winners. That's what Dave's proven. Whoever's up top, he's like, uh-huh. No, I wanted Belgium to win, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Um, Sucker. 500 BC. <laughs> what? Is that the earliest we've gone? That's, yeah. It might be. It's got to be close. It might be. Well, it's between 500 BC and 300 AD, so anywhere in there. Oh, Christ, well, Christ had you a know bad. me. I'm kind of a stickler for that yeah. time. So, but, it, we but could... we, you know, but Christ had a bad time in there in that time zone, but mostly, uh, he had a hell of a time. Roman stuff. Right. Okay. A little bit Greek. Good guys. The wandering womb theory came to be. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. This was the belief that a displaced uterus was the cause of many medical problems in women. Have they tried ritual? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, okay. If the uterus moved up, it would cause sluggishness, a lack of strength, and vertigo. If the uterus moved up? Yeah, if it went up in the body. Right. Like around. You'd be dizzy? Or your lungs or whatever. Sure, if the uterus hit your lungs, you'd be tired. You know, you get vertigo, you'd be like, I can't stand up. Oh, I've got uterus in my throat again. <laughs> Quote, and the women is pained in the veins on each side of the head. Okay, so I guess in... <laughs> you get a headache. You get a right, bad, okay. If your uterus goes up, you get a headache. So, And how are they measuring the uterus going up? Hmm? How, how, how are they aware that they, the uterus is going up? They do a poke or whatever. They're just poking and going like, this woman's uterus is up. Yeah. All right. These are doctors. They're old, old, sure, no. old-timey doctors. Those are the best kind. If, if the uterus went down, there would be a strong sense of choking, a loss of speech and sensibility, and a very sudden, incredible death. Okay. So if your uterus goes down. So if your uterus goes out. up, you're, you're dizzy and you don't really know what you're saying. And then if it goes down, you're probably going to die. You're checking out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Have Dropping you found that uterus. to be the case? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. Mine's going down right now. Yeah. <laughs> in an ancient Greek medical text, quote, in the middle of the bodies of women lies the womb, a female organ. Oh, boy. Closely resembling an, resembling an animal. Uh, what animal? <laughs> A jellyfish. <laughs> for, for it moves itself hither and thither in the abdomen, also upwards in a direct line 
to below the throat. Okay. So it'll get so, just right around in here. So like if right in doctor speak, uh, the woman has a sort of gazelle-ish piece of skin inside of her that is moving it's up an and down. An it's an organ, and yeah. it's moving all around. Yeah. And it's causing her trauma in whichever way it hokey pokey. That's correct. Right. You're okay. basically a doctor right now. <laughs> hey, I told you I'd amount to something. You, you are. You're really, really scientific. Yeah. I can tell. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Um, it also come. moves to the right or left, either to the liver or the spleen. And it likewise is subject. Depending on who's got weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also falls downwards. And in a word, it is altogether erratic. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, uh, wombs are vibrating. Uh, they're loose cannons. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they're just sort of bouncing around. Yeah. Like, well, um, they're not. They should have been tethered, but apparently they weren't. Right. So it's just basically the woman's organs are a pinball machine, yeah. and the womb is the pinball. That's right. Right. Okay. Uh, it delights also in f- fragrant smells and advances okay, towards so, them. Okay. So, so if it some smells point, something nice, a uterus will go for it. Sure. So, okay. Like, if, like so if, now, you take, if you take brownies out of the oven, a uterus is like, I'm going to Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Exactly. That's what it sounds like. Oh, he he must smell the cookies. Yeah, that's total uterus. Okay. That's probably why he's coming up, to get the smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 no, no, just the hand comes out of your mouth. Going down, it doesn't like the smell. Don't forget a microphone, Going down, it doesn't like the smell of the food. That's right. Um, it has an aversion to foul smells. Sure. And flees from them. And on the whole, the womb is like an animal within an animal. Right. So the uh, sorry, just to be clear, uh-huh. the an- other animal is the yes. woman. Yes. Okay. So the the uterus is yeah. an animal within the, the yeah, woman yeah, yeah. who is also an animal. Yeah. Okay. So naturally, no one challenged this brilliant idea for <laughs> centuries. Sure. And eventually, it found its way to a place called America. Okay. Good that that got exported. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. By the way, that's pretty much what. 35% of the country believes now anyway, yeah, right? Yeah, no, it hasn't changed. Yeah, you keep that away from her, otherwise her womb's going to come out and bite your hand. Don't take the brownies out. I got to get the ladies into the cellar. Oh, no, hurry. Uh, who put Mrs. Fields out? Now these women are going to be up all night with their animal wombs and their animal bodies. Damn it, you're going to kill my wife. <laughs> Here comes her uterus. <laughs> Shut that cellar door. The uteri are coming up. <laughs> From uh, a book, Organ Diseases of Women, published in Philadelphia in 1877. Light years at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're... we're Finally, a, some actual rational thinking. We're a good uh, century and a half along. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, 1,000, uh, 1,500 years along. Uh, the virgin womb is a very small affair. What? And keeps out of the way and out of reckoning. The normal virgin uterus balloons about within the abdomen out of harm's way. It is light and hollow, and so long as it is in this happy state of unawakened life, it is without trouble and giving none. Okay, so we've gone from Mm -hmm. the uterus being a wild, rabid dog uh, to it now is basically Neo in the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if that's what you mean by ballooning. Well, it likes to stay out of its way. You know, if the uterus doesn't understand its world, then it just chills. That's right. Right. Uh, It's only when the organ gets ill, enlarged or displaced, and thus troublesome that it becomes the object of medicine. So wait, wait. Only when like there's a a problem. Yeah. Big or or moves around like we talked about with the Greeks or the Romans. Right. Then then it's a problem. 
Okay, right. So if, oh, the, if the uterus in place. swells, that's a problem? Yeah, you know. Would that not be the case with most things that are in your body? Yeah, but Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sure. Okay. There were many things that could be considered harmful to the uterus. <laughs> Doctors. <laughs> Men. <laughs> a fall? Uh-huh. Examples But I figured it was flubber. In, examples included, quote, slipping on the pavement on a piece of orange peel. Oh no, someone peeled an orange over here. Being, Doof. being thrown from a carriage. Sure. Oh, no, there's a bunch of oranges, the horses. And tripping while going down the stairs, though, because those could all harm the uterus. Right. Uh, those would harm, again, I feel all like, why parts are we... Of the... Well, why are we holding the uterus to this specific spotlight standard? the uterus is what causes all of the things to happen. Is that right? Yeah. So it's sort of the Iron Man heart. Yeah. Right? There are other things like excessive uh, and tiring walks, long mountain expeditions. Sorry, these are side effects? These are, no, what, what causes the uterus to... To be so, displaced. Okay. Ah, no wonder mine's a bit poorly today. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I did a long walk. Oh no. <laughs> Medical experts said young women should be gradually introduced so their wombs could be accustomed to the harshness of a tiring walk. But even then it was considered a great risk. But they've oh there's always been this aversion to women walking. Yeah, this yeah. is just another well, reason. If they walk, that means they're going somewhere. Right. <laughs> well, there's someone's gonna mm. tell them something that they're not supposed to you know. You should be sitting down on the couch. Put your fingers in your ears until I talk again. Uh, another medical journal said wombs could be damaged from climbing a hill. Now uh, that means a womb within a, a person, not just a womb directly sort of the climbing. Womb. Yeah, yeah. On its own. No, no, the womb would not go out on its own. It's left me. It's goodbye. Uh, you went up a towering mountain. I have. I love life. Also, dancing, running, jumping, sneezing, coughing, vomiting, and holding children in their arms. Okay, so basically sitting is what you should be doing? That was Yeah, okay. unless you're sitting with a child in your arms. Right, sorry, yeah, right, right. Uh, or sneezing. Uh-huh. Or throwing up or coughing. Right. Don't get sick. Don't move. Don't dance. Don't have fun. Yeah. Don't go on walks. Don't go in carriages. Don't use the stairs. Right. It's a pretty simple list. One doctor reported a case of a woman slipping and falling, which diso dislocated the ovary. Is that... A okay. Uh, see, now we're getting... An I mean, I can't poke holes, but dislocating it... Okay. Nope. Normal? Not a thing. Not a thing. Okay. Because then the doctor just snaps it back in place like Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Sure. Mom, you know what I'm talking about. I do, definitely. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes. The doctor operated and removed the ovary. Uh, okay. Other than having fallen, he said the ovary uh, appeared healthy. Okay, so once he got the ovary out, he's like, hey, what do you know? It's fine. That looks great. All right. Well, sorry. But it, uh, well, it fell. Well, you took it out of me. Yeah. You know, the problem is, part unfortunately... Uh, yeah. Someone removed your ovary. That was you. And there's no coming back from that. Well, you did it. Uh, so I hate to be the guy who has to deliver the bad news, but well, here I the am one in this position the, again. You did the bad news. You did the bad news. I'm going to get you through this. Get me through what? The thing that you did I think to me. what we need to do is something radical. Like you n not be a doctor. We have to take the other ovary out. Are you a doctor? No. Did you? Were you under the impression I was a doctor? Yeah. No. No, I'm an aspiring basketball player. I'm here to see a doctor, too, but I just... What is basketball? It's a game that's new. <laughs> Something I'm tinkering around with. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay, always wanted to be a doctor. Did you leave? Did I leave? Would you? I won't. Okay. I got to see the doctor. But to kill time, maybe I'd take that other one out. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay. I've only got the Let's one, Let's switch them with your eyes. No. Okay. 
Boy, that'd be a great monster. <laughs> couldn't you put the other? Couldn't you put that ovary back in if you're a doctor? Oh, that's Dave? interesting. David, I'm gonna say no. Back then, I'm gonna say no. I'm no. gonna say at this point they just don't give a shit. <laughs> and they will, yeah, that they just won't really? try because they're okay. just like, we got one out, and uh, all right, sorry, lady. So shouldn't have been walking. That's right. Shouldn't have been. So walking. it was a bit of a punishment, really. Well, well going to the doctor a, was a bit of a punishment. Have you thought about not were. being a lady? Yeah, yes, that's the problem. Yeah. And there was no anesthetic, was there then? No. no. We just went. And so took to it put out. it back in would have really hurt. Oh, uh, and yeah. And to take it out. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's a nightmare. It's just yes, a, yeah. Yes, it's a, a yes, spinning it's a nightmare. Compounding problem. Yeah. Um, uteruses were also affected by exposure to cold or sudden temperature change. <laughs> sure. So are people. And it got worse. The mind cold uh, also damaged the uterus. The mi- oh, the mine coal? Well, they called it the mine cold. Mine Quote. Coal. Does he mean coal mine? Do you mean coal mine? He's right here. You can ask him. Morbid oh. irritation <laughs> of the uterus is induced by, by sexual imaginings, what? whether arising spontaneously or generated by improper and loose conversation. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. By the reading of romances, novels, plays, or books still more impure, and by attendance at the ballroom and the theater. The amount of control desired. I mean, just. We're, we've they, almost covered everything someone can do. Yeah, so far, <laughs> literally, again, the only thing you can do is sit and have your fingers in your ears. Yeah. So you can't talk about sex. You can't think about sex. You can't read about sex. Yeah. Anything about sex will cause you an no, irritation. No walking around. No, no walking coughing. Around, no. no coughing. I would say no oranges because it sounds like they're it's just like leaving hazards all over the place. Going up and skin. Yeah, yeah, when the did banana that skin the would thing? be a problem. Isn't that the usual one? Usually, you slip but on. back then, oranges, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oranges are different. Put um, bananas in there. No. no, no bananas. So the sex, the reading and learning about sex stuff was bad for the whole woman. Are you starting a car? That's the uterus. Okay. It made the brain sensitive and irritable. The uterus was the most irritated, but sexual thoughts quote. The uterus, especially, it becomes morbidly excitable. Okay, so um, so the in other <laughs> when you when you start talking about when you start thinking about sexual thoughts, your uterus goes fucking bug. Think fuck. of your uterus like Casper the ghost. Yes. So it is a living, breathing being. Yeah, like that, an animal, like an animal, like a wild animal. Inside so it's you. like a dog inside of you that knows English and is horned up. That's it. And that's what your uterus is. And the second that it hears anything ribald or sexual, well, guess what? It wants to come out and party. Yeah. And then when it's out, it's smoking cigarettes. It's yep. looking to do bumps of yayo. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's looking to party. Yeah, turn and loose. don't let it find another uterus. Because yeah. then you're going to have two uteri that's right. just fucking their brains out. What? And then all of a sudden, they're thinking about sex. And then they're going to have a baby uterus. Wait. And then all these eventually are going to have to go back inside of you, woman. All because you wanted to think about a dick. So you're a doctor? I, again, I'm inventing basketball. Okay, sorry, I, I'm sorry. not misleading you. Just, I've you been keep, very upfront. You keep front. going on about uteruses. So I, keep I love the things. You, I keep thinking you might be a doctor. Mine ran away when I was a kid. Okay. I had a beautiful uterus in my yard. I'm going to move on with my story. I used to give it fish heads. Um, also, sitting was bad for the uterus. Oh, so now you've <laughs> you're allowed to hover in a sort of float-like state. Uh, water's good for you. Just floating in water for the rest of your life could be the move. Turned out things like uh, long-continued use of a sewing machine and playing the <laughs> piano would cause womb problems. So moving and not moving were problems. Right. So your option is 
basically await your death from your uterus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So obviously all, all these issues made transportation a problem. Oh, God, yeah. Horses uh, must have been ki- considered to be like a womb apocalypse, if you think about it. Okay, right. Uh, side saddle was considered the only accept- acceptable way for a woman to ride since the 1300s because of the belief that riding astride would break the hymen, and oh, then they'd have God. all kinds of uterus problems. Had they ever thought about letting a woman do things and then finding out what happened? What? Like, uh, and hear me out, because no, I know I don't it's, understand. No, no, no. Uh, no this no, doesn't make no, sense. Hear me out, because I know this sounds crazy. Uh-huh. But instead of just assuming that every time a, a woman right. was on a horse uh-huh. that her hymen was going to break, right. maybe let a woman ride a horse. You lost me. Okay. So, and I understand this is heady. Uh-huh. So yeah. instead of just assuming that something bad is going to happen if right. a woman gets on a horse, yeah, yeah. you know, because again, you have a, you know, if you're picturing this, you probably have a penis and you yep. don't know what it's I like. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're just assuming that this, the woman is going to just shatter her hymen or that her womb is going to, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. come out of her mouth and just yeah. start to, you know, take the stirrups hemorrhage. and just want to Yeah. Hemorrhaging. Yeah. Why not yeah. just let her ride the horse? Sorry, for you a, lost me. Right so, there. okay. So let her ride the horse for a little while. You, 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 so put uh, her on the horse and see what happens. I heard the part about the hymen breaking. So put her on the horse and see what happens. Yeah, you lost me. But put her on the horse. Let right. her go well, on the we're horse. we're trying to protect her from that. I understand. But instead of protecting her, see what happens. Why okay. You know, just sort of try it with one woman. I'm going to call. Sort of put one woman on what I'm gonna do. It. What I'm going to do is call the police if you continue. Okay? Yeah. No, I just. It's crazy. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Well. I've been drinking. I feel like you might be a witch. Um, so a woman had to ride side saddle, which meant she could not apply leg pressure to the horse or signal with her thighs, knees, or heels. She could not drop her hands to turn or stop a runaway horse. Sure. So but it looked just great. Again. It looked great. It looked fucking awesome. And then the hymen's fine. And the uterus <laughs> yeah. is all good. Yeah. yeah. And again, don't try to control the horse. Just let it do its thing till it That's stops. That's right. Let the horse, horse ride around. Uh, you try anything too dangerous, your uterus is going to come out again. A typical accident was written up in the Baltimore Star. Quote, a young woman received an injury in the field that may make her a cripple for life. The side saddle she was riding carried her under her horse when it fell down. Her spine was injured and her condition was so critical that for several days she was not removed from a kitchen table in a farmhouse to which she was carried after the accident. Riding experts agreed that the lady had the lady been astride, she would have fallen clear of her horse and might even with her great control have held the uh, animal from falling. Okay, so, so she would have been fine, but also, but is, here's the thing: I just, I just need to bring up. Sure, her hymen would have been fucked up. We don't. What about her uterus? Yeah, I mean, all bad. Everything up in that, Everything up in that spot. Yeah, it's so all. So isn't it better thing. that she can't walk? Can I just? Okay, two things. The hymen's still good. Two things. Mm-hmm. One is the best place for someone who's just been trampled by a horse a kitchen table. Yeah. Well, how else is she going to eat when dinner? When Put it's her in dinner a bed. Time? How is she going to eat? Fair pushback. Absolutely. Okay, Okay, point two. Mm -hmm. Um, Why not just let her do what she wants and then sort of you you lost me. But you were alluding to the fact that she would be okay. I heard you say do what let her ride the horse. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, Because then she can stop it and then she's not gonna fall underneath the horse. Right, but then her what's happening to her hymen. I mean, but again I don't think we know that what's happening to her hymen. I think we do. But we've never seen it because we've always just said that she she can't do it. So you would like her to be an unmarried Woman with uh, possibly dying from her uterus bopping around. I mean, I that would—that's your answer. To we're this. taking some leaps. Mm. 
The Woman's Handbook in Health and Disease in 1886 said violent exercise on horseback or in a wagon without springs caused uterine damage. It occurred. Are women so are women it, buying into this? Are women women no women are like no. this is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, for okay. sure. If it occurred, well, some are, but most aren't. Okay. If it occurred, treatment was complete. Uh, Rest of mind and body, right? So if you had a uterus problem, that you complete rest. Okay. Quote, the woman should remain quietly in bed. Sure. Well, it's interesting. To, <laughs> it feels like you're adding a subtly, subtly one additional. Like there's an extra word in there's there. There's an additional note in there. Yes, she must rest and shut up. Wasn't what she, must she do? Wasn't she just sitting on the furniture before and uh, moving? She, and now well, let's, she's get her, bed. let's get her in bed and uh, zip it. Zip it. All right, yeah. now it's very important for all of us that she shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's going to help her heal. If she does and all of us. Last thing we want to do is hear her. Fucking word. She needs to just lay there, bed rest, and if she just. says one word, I will come over here and slap her uterus. That's right. All right. Doctor's orders. All right. And then the train was invented. Oh, no. Critics of early trains thought... Women will not be able to do this at all. <laughs> Critics of early trains thought, quote, that women's bodies were not designed to go at uh, they 50. Will, they will shatter. <laughs> they will shatter into dust. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not pulling punches. The women will literally evaporate in front of us. The, their bodies were not designed to go 50 miles an hour. It's a lot like the speed bus. And their uteruses will fly out of their body. Do you understand what you're asking for? You're asking for a water balloon fight with internal wombs. That's their... As their bodies accelerate to that speed. These ut so, the, the uteri will pop out of the being. Out. And they fly will out. smash into other wombs. Yes. You'll have exploding wombs. Is that what you want with your I, invention of the train? If you put a bunch of women on a train then it, and it takes off, then it's just flying wombs everywhere. Listen, I'm not going to sit by idly and watch you turn this train into a womb explosion factory. You foolish, foolish people. You've invented something you know the power not of. Women will not be able to handle this. My God, would someone think about them for once? Besides them. Every, all the men, I mean. Not well, them. Some, some people were, some critics of trains were worried about everybody, not just Critics women. of trains. Some people thought that any human body would melt at high speeds. Okay, so we've got... <laughs> I mean, but that that's makes good, more sense good, to me than this, the highlighting of the Oh, that makes more sense. Melting not, makes more sense. Oh, so if we're going to rank them, <laughs> melting and then wombs flying out. I'm just saying one of them at least is gender neutral. One of them at least allows for the crazy to go from penises and vaginas. Okay. As opposed to the one where the man's like, you fools, men won't melt and neither shall women. But their uteri will attack each other. Wouldn't it have been great if they got on the first train and all the guys' balls flew out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We were so wrong. The balls are killing all the kids. Um, You're here for a good one, eh, Mom? Uh, this is a good one. I have to say. Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> Uh, for the ladies, jerking and shaking in train cars would cause the uterus to fall. One medical journal said women should not live in the suburbs because to get home, they would have to take a streetcar. Or to get to and from school, young girls and their uteruses would have to take a train. So, is, and again, there's just nobody wants to try to well, put a woman on a train? Uh, no, they I mean, I mean can't they this are. just be people shut? Are. Okay, they're, so they but are, but people but are like... This, you shouldn't do this. And then the, right. what they do, with, especially with the young girls, is they go, well, 
now that you've ridden a train later in life, you're not going to have babies. Oh, so yeah. you think about that. Young well, lady. I hope your train ride was worth your life of celibacy and loneliness. <laughs> did you enjoy that? Let me ask you this. Did any of your friends melt yet? Oh, they will. They will. Huh? Because I know. Huh? Because I'm just assuming. Uh, a New York doctor said the railroad caused women to experience nervous shock. You've never seen anything ah, like it. What's happening? And yet this oh probably God. was never happening anywhere. And nope. People were like, I've seen it a million times. Nope. A woman gets on the train. She thinks she's all fancy pants and brave. Next thing you know, her uterus is jamming down its throat, strangling her. She sits there, doesn't know what's going on, unmarried the rest of her life. Ooh. If I had a nickel. Well, they, if they would just get on a train, if they saw a woman crying, they'd be like, oh, it's her uterus. Well, I hope you're happy. Her life's over. The Lancet was an important and influential medical journal. In 1862, the journal, journal came out against ladies taking their wombs on trains. It may have, you could have just ended it at against ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Trains were harmful due to the little jolts of an area which was already in a tender state, it said. Uh, what the little? uterus is always in a tender state, oh. according to the Lancet. Is that important true? medical journal. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we could do so this tender. together. Yeah. yeah so tender. I'm glad we could do this yeah. together. Yes. Uh, mine's mean. calloused. You, Dave, you don't have one. Oh. Oh, do you mean the one well, you have in a jar? <laughs> He's just smoking cigarettes looking at me. <laughs> Is yours pickled? Yes. A pickled uterus. I mm. got it at a deli. Did you? Mm-hmm. 58? In your, in your <laughs> give me a couple of pickled uteruses. Uh, we only got one left. It's All the right. weekend. So give me a pound of meatloaf. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> And the meatloaf is your plan B. You know what? I just think a bunch of meatloaf. Uh, married women were warned against excessive traveling by train because many women were taking long honeymoon train trips, and the journal strongly recommended against such madness. It was clearly leading to miscarriages. Oh, my God. Which miscarriages are super common, so they could easily just blame it on whatever the fuck they want. It's wanted. linked to everything. Yeah. I think it's linked to sex. Yeah, yeah. When you fucking have a baby early without... No, let's stop. A letter in a surgical journal. Quote, the uterus is tender. Don't wink. See, he does a little wink at me every now and then. Yeah, I can see that. It's creepy. No, she's not saying it's good. It is enlarged and it is somewhat painful when any attempt is made to replace it. Written by Jack Sparrows. (laughs) Replace it. Yeah, okay. What are you replacing it with? I I, I make a good fake one. (laughs) Hey, I, I got meatloaf. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I got a bunch of meatloaf. I put it in a Ziploc bag. Boom, you got a new womb. Welcome to Boomin' Wombs. Boom, new womb. Huh? What do you need, huh? What's the matter? Uh, you got a womb issue? Can I get two wombs? You got two wombs? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can do two, um, but I'm going to have to see the other person the other womb's for. Huh? Who's the other womb for? No, no, both me. Oh, you want to do a jam in your wombs? Yeah. You want to do a room? You're talking about a couple womb mates <laughs> living inside of you? That's right. All right, yeah. So what yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. is we're going to take a bunch of meatloaf. Okay. All right, we put it in a couple Hey, different- I got meatloaf. Uh, no, 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 no. It's oh, different. Okay. This is medical loaf. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so we take a bunch yeah, yeah. of the medical loaf and we put it in a couple of the bags. Uh-huh. And then uh, medically speaking, uh, uh, jam it into where your uterus is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll right put both my, those there. Right now, uh, the penis. only problem is you're not going to be able to ever ride a train. What? And if you want to go on horseback, uh, you're going to need to, uh, you know, ride it while hovering and not controlling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bowman Wombs. Okay, so 
You are talking about wombs and not rooms. You, have you got a list? No, wombs. And that's no, not wombs. even a list. Isn't it? No, no, no. So. Isn't it? Well, it's a speech impediment of some sort. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but something even more terrifying came. Oh, I, I can't. I can't imagine. Bicycles. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The, it's like a one-person train. The womb's nemesis. Oh, absolutely. The saddle? It's designed just to attack mm. a womb. In 1869, a newspaper wrote about a horror scene happening in Los Angeles. Quote, Los Angeles has a velocipede, bi bicycle, sure. uh, school for ladies where the deer creatures are introduced to the mysteries of the bicycle free of charge. Okay, so, oh boy, so they found the book of black magic. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're turning women into uh, monsters. They just don't know the power of what they're doing. They have no idea. You fools. The Daily Alta paper in 1870, quote, epidemics are fearful things. <laughs> okay, so this guy's calm. About two years ago, we had an epidemic of smallpox. This was followed by bicycles. Oh, yeah. Which killed about as many indirectly. What? Yeah. Is that backed up? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Would that have been in the era of the penny farthing, do you think? The what? The penny farthing bicycle. That wasn't that one of the first ones. Is that the one with the big wheel? Yes. Yeah. Well, big they called the small it. Wheel. They called it an ordinary. An ordinary. Yeah. What the oh. the regular bike they the called it? The big wheeled one was the, called the ordinary. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's yeah. the normal one. The, yeah. This is obviously the normal bike, <laughs> and then here's the crazy one that uh, we don't see this one going very far catching on. Uh, nobody will be. Nobody will want to dismount a bike so simply. So they thought that the one with the big wheel. I think because. When you pedaled it, you could go much faster because it had the big wheel. Sure. So they there was no there was no even. Did they know anything? Even, there was no even wheeled one, so they just had the big wheeled one. Sure. And so mostly just dudes rode it. I wonder if that's where the the big wheel for children when you, of your generation where oh, that came from. Yeah, probably. The big wheel. Yeah. What's the big wheel? What's a big wheel? Oh, the big wheel. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember big The plastic wheel. big wheel. Yeah, yeah. Don't look at me like that. that I used to smoke cigarettes on the big wheel at four. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I mean, essentially, right? Yeah. Well, I hope not. Men, he did. Men were writing, and women wanted to know what all the fun was about, and that was fine. Quote: As long as they would remain spectators, the men continued injuring themselves. Right. Yeah. Can't have a woman do that. No. Uh, broken hands. You'll get womb everywhere. Broken hands, broken arms are super common because you would fly from a, you would fall, hit something, and then fly over. And, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would imagine that the big wheel would be more dangerous. That's not good. Uh, they're difficult to control. Pedal accidents happen all the time. Small rocks could send someone flying, but women still wanted to ride. Foolish, foolish women. Why would you do this? You've got a womb. Oh, women. A womb. Women, no. Think about what you're saying, Sally. You don't understand. Think about what you're saying. You don't want to have children? Wouldn't you rather sit and occasionally get fucked? Listen, I've got a beautiful tub of water for you to float in for the rest of your life silently. <laughs> Wouldn't that be heaven? Uh, yet it was not considered proper for a lady to mount a bike like a man. So the ordinary, uh. the ordinary is hard to get on, uh. right? You got to climb up and do a yeah. whole thing. Uh. So women doing that with uh. women then quickly soured on the bicycle, and of course they quickly soured on watching men ride bicycles. This meant men could not have as much fun riding because women weren't sitting around watching them. It's so weird how that took the fun out of it for them. <laughs> well, no, you may pine for it, but never achieve. <laughs> Now, watch me fall over this rock again. Look at me. Hello. Then came the chain bicycle in the 1870s with equal-sized wheel, 
wheels. Mm. It was named the safety bicycle. Okay. Meaning people wouldn't fall far. Yeah, you can't die so from it. So it was like, put either. old people on it right. and women. Right, right. Much easier for a woman to ride, and then cycling suddenly took off. The Bearings, which is, was a cycling magazine, quote, it knows no class distinction, is within each reach of all, uh, rich or poor, alike have the opportunity to enjoy this popular and healthful exercise. So it's the great equalizer. Okay. I would love to get my hands on a bike magazine from back then, too. Oh, my God. Just to see what else they're covering. Oh, the, the, just the racism, I'm sure, would be amazing. Oh, my God. By the 1890s, cycling was considered a craze. Quote, general intoxication, an eruption of exuberance like a seismic tremor that shook the economic and social foundations of society and rattled the windows of its moral outlook. What was happening was women realized bicycles could transform their life in a major way, maybe more than any other invention in the history of man. I don't like the sound of this one yes, bit. Yes, men were losing their minds. But they're liking this it. This is what is going on. Okay. She just got on a thing and left. All right, Ted, relax. I think we all know no, why we're I here. No, I was standing here and the woman, my, what is her name, Ted, my wife. Doesn't matter. The woman thing the woman, got on The woman left. thing. Yes, the woman thing. My wife woman. We're all here for the same... She was same... floating in the, the bath thing that I have over there. For yes, her to float in, the and silent she... floater. And then I said, won't you cook? And then she got up and left and said, fuck off or something. The problem is... She left her womb, I'm sure. Is it in the tub? Absolutely it is. Don't look in there, though. It'll bite your head off like an anaconda. Now, listen. What we need to do yes. is realize that, unfortunately, we've let women know about something. That's Whose not us. idea was this? We thought the woman would quickly learn that her womb would get injured on the simple bike, but unfortunately, they seem to be doing something to keep their wombs in check. Well, thank I'm you. I'm obviously thinking it's a troll under a bridge with a staff. Thank you for destroying the world. We all know what we need to do. Come up with a time machine mm. and make sure the women never go outside. I, for one, have been the one pushing for the ordinance to remove their legs for decades. Yes! You've called me crazy. No, I know. Their like eyes, it. ovaries, legs need to go. Then you've got a good, stable a woman at home. Wonderful woman. Just something in a room that doesn't recognize light versus dark going glog, glog, glog all day. Oh, my sweet blob. <laughs> so, actress Sarah. Uh, Bernhardt said all the women on bicycles were refusing domestic family life. Susan B. Anthony said bicycles had done more to emancipate women than anything in the world. It tells you how shut in oh, their, fuck, I their, know that a their existences have been until this point. How fucked up shit was that yeah. when you put two wheels on a thing, yeah. then they're like, what happened to the world? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you created a woman fun bubble that just burst. <laughs> It's like a market. Oh, no. They found out about a thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I we knew go. we'd rue this day. Eventually, this would happen. Oh, we knew this would come. This modern woman was referred to as the new woman. She broke with convenient... Uh, con uh, convention. Must be convention. Convention by working outside the home, leaving the traditional role of wife and mother, or became politically active. The bike was a huge part of this. The bike changed the type of clothing they would wear because uh, the corsets, long, heavy, layered skirts of petticoats would not hack it on a bike. Sure, yeah, that's dangerous. So now they put on the bloomers. 
Uh, Remember bloomers? Bloomers yeah. are like... Uh, oh, I know. They look like onion legs. Knickers. <laughs> yeah. yeah Knickers. Um, they've been around. I'll tell you what they are. Knocking on the door of pants. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. What's going to happen to the womb? Them all Whoa, trapped up in there. Oh, that womb can't be happy. Needs to breathe. <laughs> they've been around for a while now that bloomers took off. Society argued uh, over these pants, but it was a necessity if a woman wanted to ride a bike. When famous cyclist Annie Londonberry uh, was in Phoenix... You can just say Annie. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> ...was in Phoenix, her outfit so upset an elderly woman that the woman ran into a nearby shop and started screaming about the depravity of the 19th century girl. Okie dokie. She's got pants on! Uh, you should see it! It's like a man with a womb! The New England Journal of Medicine said it was unacceptable for women with a uteruses and ovarian tumors to ride bikes. Wait, what? The journal warned two women with tumors rode bikes and their tumors became rapidly larger. Wait a minute. <laughs> almost You're like you pump me... air into them. Yeah. <laughs> you can Because a tumor just doesn't get bigger on its own. You can just see. Yeah, no way. No way this does a tumor This has get... to be related no. to if biking. You, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. These foolish women. Uh, also, quote, women ought not to ride during menstruation, though this writer admits that several of his patients had done so without injury. It's a hunch. It's a hunch. Go with a hunch. It's a hunch, but still. Uh, uh, yeah. The two lucky ones, I say. The bike seat was seen as a legit problem for ladies and their vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, I've had a feeling this would. Yeah. Don't Med you understand? They'll never want a man on them again. <laughs> Why would they? They've got a bike. I'm in Med love with my seat, Harry. You knew this day would come. I love the seat more than you. Does this mean I have to learn how to fuck? Yeah, yes, but I'm, yes. And be nice. Or fuck. Just learn how to fuck. I, no. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> Medical journals warned the seat could be tilted for ultimate pleasure. Oh, my God. They Medical just journals. Have, they have no concept. Quote. Riding around on these two-wheeled fuck machines. <laughs> filthy whores. <laughs> Quote. In this way, a girl could, by carrying the front peak high or by relaxing the stretched leather in order to let it form a deep hammock-like cavity which would fit itself snugly over her entire vulva and reach up in front, bring about constant friction <laughs> this over, is the, animated, right? over the clitoris and labia. Yeah. <laughs> this pressure would be much increased by stooping forward, and the warmth generated from vigorous exercise might further increase the feeling. I have seen the case of an overwrought, emaciated girl of, emaciated girl of 15 whose bike saddle was arranged so that the front part rode upward at an angle of about 35 degrees, who stooped forward noticeably when riding, and whose actions strongly suggested the indulgence of masturbation. Wow. So, <clears throat> so... And so, uh, yes, I masturbated, <clears throat> watching is... her badness. It's also, the best part's also at some point a man had to get on and demonstrate. You see how in me it is? She's doing that, and she loves every minute of it. Riding and riding and riding and riding. Well, this and feels riding good on my taint. And riding and riding and riding. Do guys have hymens? I don't anymore, but I ride horses. 
Another doctor explained, quote, if a seat is properly adjusted, this causes the clothing to press against the clitoris, thereby eliciting and arousing feelings hith, hitherto, hitherto, hitherto unknown and unrealized by the young maiden and painful and debilitating uterine erosion or polyp growths will result. Who is there? So I mean, does, if you're, if you're, I know evidence doesn't matter now. No, but, but this is science. If you're, is it? If you have a bike seat and the, and the, I'm going to show you with my hands. If you have a bike seat and then your clothing, this is your legs and your clothing's all bunched up right here. Uh, that's going to cause polyps. You mean a cotton cock? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a cock and it's rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. And you're like, that feels good. Ah, polyp, polyp, good thing polyp. I'm a good thing I'm pretending to ride my bike. Now you're full of polyps. Yeah, right. It's uh, like like full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, her, she's full of polyps. Everything she says is a lie. Um, obviously, this was a concern. Uh, uh, Dave, le- how about this? Was anything not a concern? <laughs> um, no. Yeah, men riding bikes. Right. Yeah, that's that's fine. And trains and everything else. Um, and probably so, just masturbating wherever and, mm, you know, mm. actively Louis C.K.ing doorways. But it's like, <laughs> well, no, nothing, nothing wrong with the man. The fella has needs, woman, unlike you. It was recommended women use a, quote, hygienic saddle. That's what they called a bicycle seat back then was a saddle. Okay, so a hygienic saddle? So it's basically a seat. Now, you may have seen these because I didn't realize what they were until I read this. Okay. It's basically a seat with like a like this, like a groove down the middle. Uh-huh. The middle of the seat has a groove down it. Mm-hmm. So it's got the two sides and then a groove. So your, so your vagina is una- untempted, it. untempted, unable to un- do anything were it to become aroused through That's the ride. That's right. It, now it's not being aroused by the bicycle because right. the bicycle is not rubbing up against it. Right. But the wind. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the breeze it creates. <laughs> the woman will be hooked on that now, too. <laughs> uh so this is obviously uh, it won't press upon the external genitals. The new non-orgasming bike seat market was born. Okay, finally. So it's taken off. <laughs> From bicycle seat ads, greatly reduces vibration. The perfect seat for a lady. Oh my god, <laughs> they're not allowed anything. Can't they just have a vibration for a little while? For fuck's sake. <laughs> the duplex lady's seat ensures ease, comfort, and a graceful attitude. The ah, she won't want to go anywhere, fellas. Wink, wink. The seat receives the weight of the pelvic bone, supporting the spine and entirely relieving the sensitive parts of the body from pressure of any kind. Uh, the new 10-speed no-clitty. Absence makes the heart grow fond. Absence of all vibration in the worth jointless spring bi- frame bicycle has made the hearts of many warm toward the health and pleasure giving recreation of cycling. That's right. She'll know no other pleasure, finally, gentlemen. Ever again. We're good. good. How, how do we get to where we are? Well, I mean, with a lot of really good, thoughtful thinking and a plan that made sense and the fact that we learned from our mistakes. The best thing I ever heard was, I believe, was to get the vote in Iceland or maybe been that, the, that they couldn't hold public office, but they just said, we're not going to fuck any of you again. And then immediately they were the like, yeah, were you like, can vote and do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, yes. Let, but then the council <laughs> needs a minute to discuss. 
Okay, so they finally realized the thing they should take away from. Yeah, let's let them, let, let them. They can run. Do they want to run stuff? What do they want to okay. do? They can run. Uh, run the country. Hey, hey, run the country. Hey, 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 we're all freaking out. Okay. And yeah, they all can right. do whatever I just, they. they I thought I. <laughs> Andy, relax. They can Fuck! do. Fuck. Andy, uh, relax. They okay. can do. I'm cool. We're gonna go back over there. Okay. And we're gonna say, okay, we hear you. Yep. We think you should be able to run, but let's make it yep. seem like it's not because. You know, from the only other option is for us to start doing it with each other. <laughs> You're acting too big again. You're going to give away what we're doing. I don't want to fuck Bobby anymore. No, we're done. You shouldn't be fucking. Okay, listen. We have a cave. Okay, let's just not talk about your and Bobby's cave. Okay. And let's just go over there and tell them we're in. But it's not because of the sex. It's it is. We've shut up. Okay. You're not coming over there when we go talk. I'll to them. stay over here. Yeah, but stay I, over there. Let, let them run. Let oh them be queen God. or whatever. Let what them be is, queen or whatever. I what's don't care. Going on They'll with be like you? a massive queen. Just, I like. Stop. Fucking. Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Just settle down and focus. Okay. Just say whatever they want. I'm not going. You're not listening to the plan. Oh, Just God. shut what up. If, what if they? What if they? What if they take away blowjobs? They're not going to do that. <laughs> what is happening in the, on our island? <laughs> Come on, we're a country. Settle down. I will do anything you want. <laughs> Period. A medical journal recommended once a woman was so worked up that she was breathing out of her mouth, she should, <sighs> she should dismount the bike or, and walk and take a break. She's fucking it. If she's breathing from her mouth, orgasm has been achieved. Off. Off. Keep your eye on her. If she smokes while riding, she's done it. Uh, doctors published damning results from surveys. Two cases of vaginal discharge, one case of acute ovary inflammation, the, the, how, how? four cases of harm from excessive use causing general fatigue, and several cases of serious <laughs> ovarian trouble directly due to riding long distances during or near the menstrual who, period. Who is, who is the officer in charge of pulling over to check if there is uh, a release? Oh, that guy, yeah, that, that's uh, the town. How you doing? Sorry about this. But he's just going over there just like, did you spill anything or Wait, is it what me, it looks uh, like? Come on over here. I got to put on my glove. Could you just dismount the bicycle? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and put my hand inside of your vagina. Uh, why is that the first step? You're riding a bike. Yeah? Yep. No? Uh, no, I, this is my bridge. I own the bridge. You want to go across the bridge on your bike? Uh, no. Uh, I get to do these things because no. I am a cop. Plus, you keep rubbing your nose, so it's not going <laughs> nose to me. What? You're not uh, going no, I'll nose. Put a, I'll put a glove on this one. You already have a glove on that one. Oh. Yep. Okay. Um, no. So... Okay, I'm not married. I just want to put that out there. Are you an officer, or is you trying to pick up on I own me? The, I, own the, I kind of own the bridge. A minute ago, you owned the bridge. Do owns you own a, the owns bridge? A, owns a, a vague term. Do you own it? No. Okay, I, I'm going to keep riding then, okay. if that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just Finally, ride almost over getting here. my routine down. <laughs> Working the kinks out. I almost, this plan is so good. So tight. Hey, Bob, I'm a bikini inspector. Huh? <laughs> so. <laughs> so men were absolutely horrified by what they were seeing. A columnist in the New York Sunday Herald wrote of the horrors he had seen. Quote, I think the most vicious thing I ever saw in my life is a woman on a bicycle. What? How, who is this guy? Who is the person? Who's that the worst thing they've ever seen? I'll never forget it. She, there she was, gliding along. Fool. Just riding like she owns herself. Her womb was caught in the spokes. I had thought cigarette smoking was the worst thing a woman could do, but I have changed my mind. Ever since then, 
Jesus Christ. I saw a horrors. woman smoking on a bike once. How has no one made a horror movie about this? Oh, my God. So this is my idea. The day she this rode. Is, this is my pitch, okay? Uh-huh. So you, you're sitting on a road. Sure. Right? Movie starts. Hear a noise. Look over. Woman rides by at a bicycle. Fiend. End. Fiend. End? Fiend. F-I-N. Finn? Fiend. Finn. The French. Uh, the French. End. No, I'm aware. Fiend. Finn. Is it, is it Finny? It's, ah, Finn. it's Finn. No, it's F-I-N. It's Finn. 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 Why are we talking about the end of my movie? Because there's nothing else to talk about. So the so the girl goes by on a bike. The girl goes by? The girl. The goes lady thing. On a bike. The, one, yeah. the one with the womb. She goes by. Everybody fucking screams. Because why? Fiend. End. Why are they screaming? Because the girl goes by on a bike. What's the crazy part? It's a fucking horror. I want to make a movie about you pitching your movie. Okay, is it, okay. Sequel. Girl sitting there. Movie starts. Girl sitting there. She's smoking a cigarette. When you say movie starts, do you mean the movie starts or they're watching a movie? Movie. Movie starts. No, this is the movie. I'm pitching you the goddamn movie. So then movie. you don't need to tell me the movie starts. When your pitch starts, Fucking it's starting. Fucking hear me out, okay? I'm so, trying to. So there's a rock. There's a girl sitting on a rock. She likes to start smoking a cigarette. Okay. Another girl rides by on a bicycle. Okay. Fiend. That's it. It's, first of all, it's Finn. Fiend. Movie over. No. It's the French term. Yeah, no, I know. I'm telling you what it is. Finn. 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 Yes. Finn, movie's over. How about this? Okay. Finn, pitch is over. So you like it. You want to buy my movie. We do not it's like it. We film. are not buying it. It's a horror film. Yeah, it's a train wreck. Well, there's a beginning and an end. She rides by. Normally, the middle's where we need some stuff, too. And a beginning. Plus, your end needs work. And you don't know how to say Finn. What about she talks? That's interesting. <laughs> Now that's fascinating. That is interesting to us. Why See? can't you just say Finnish? Uh, it's a French f- movie. Is it? Oh, okay. I get it. Sort of. We've got notes. <laughs> um, Not many. It's a short movie. Yeah. Another uh, brilliant male writer, quote, cycling tends to destroy the sweet simplicity of her girlish nature. Besides, mm-hmm. how dreadful it would be if by some accident she were to fall into the arms of a strange man. Yes, it's like a two-wheeled juvenile hall. It uh, will corrupt the mind and simply as she's riding it whispers sweet nothings into her ear until she finds a suitor more superior than you. Women will ride and crash and fly into a man's arms and then they're married. Uh, Listen, you know how it works. Their brains are tiny, maybe non-existent. So when they fall into something warm, they think, mmm, yummy, stay there. Like a fish! Yes, much like a fish. I love women. I also love women. The Sacramento Daily Union wrote that doctors began recommending in 1895 that women ride tricycles instead. Hey, girls, we came up with a solution. (laughs) Hey, ladies, gather around. We found a way to be worse. Hear us out. Hear us out. How about you (laughs) ride around like fucking babies? We know you guys are getting sick of us condescending you about the bikes, so we've come up with a solution. You're going to ride what we call tricycles. (laughs) Because you're little babies who don't know what you're doing. Holy Tricycle? Fuck. What is their goal? Just, just the worst. I mean... Uh. So, uh, so many health problems could occur and cause issues for the rest of a woman's life. Sure. So like, all... like associating with a man. Yeah. <laughs> Cures popped up that capitalized on fears that cycling could injure the kidneys, liver, and urinary tract. Warner's Safe Cure appeared in the Chicago Times-Herald, Kansas City Star, among other papers, warning minor side effects from vibrations of the wheel could eventually lead to death. What is going on? <laughs> Got to get him off the bikes. I mean, by any means necessary. Any means necessary. 
You're going to die. Uh, we've decided we're going to give you all penises. Don't call our bluff. From the Boston Globe, quote, I have tried my very best to be convinced that a woman looks well on a bicycle. She does not. All right. The attitude is an ungraceful, strained one. And if the rider happens to be a fat woman, her face gets liver red and she looks distasteful. Oh, my God. So she's sweating. <laughs> it's horrifying. She's sweating. No matter how much they tried to look their best, they have an untidy look, tumbled hair, negligee caps, which means not proper hats, and Here a general loose getup from stylish looking. Far from stylish looking. Okay, so really... The complaint is that they're not hot. They're not hot, right? And 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 again, I, okay. Hear me out. I'm a man. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So when I'm walking down the street, mm-hmm. I like to see beautiful women. Right. This is making that different. But what if the woman is enjoying the ride, and her enjoyment comes from maybe their appearance not being as appealing to you as it once was, but could be again, but temporarily not where you'd like it. I feel like you're not hearing me. Uh, I'm walking down the street and I like to see beautiful things, women especially. Now, but what if the woman's quality of life yes. is raised by this experience she's having on a bicycle? You're not Even hearing me it, at all. It's like you're not hearing a word that I say. Right. Not a word. Right. It's like talking to a wall. Right. I want to see pretty things. And I'm entitled to see pretty things. Right. What if we came up with an area where no man could go and the women could ride their bikes? And then what? when they... <laughs> what? You know, where they is weren't... Is this wild. hell? What uh, world are you... Right, okay. What, the, what place is this that... I was d- thinking the Demonic park. witches. No, no, not demonic. It's not demonic. It's, it sounds like witchcraft. No. Okay. Just women... In, no. In the park. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, Who is this? Oh, uh, nothing. Uh, Harry. 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 Remember the voice? Oh, yes. I'm awfully sorry. <sighs> but women were. Harry's uh, not a woman. Uh, women kept riding fucking bicycles, obviously. They were not going to stop. So rules had to be put in place. Yeah. And, uh, no more women. In 1895. We're getting rid of you. The New York World, which was Pulitzer's newspaper, published a list of don'ts for female cyclists. I've grabbed a few. Don't be a fright. Don't faint on the road. Don't wear a man's cap. Don't wear tight garters. Don't attempt a long ride. <laughs> Don't coast. It's dangerous. What is, so it's constant pedaling. Don't boast of your long rides. Oh, well, you're not supposed to be taking them. Don't cultivate a bicycle face. Also, a strenuous face is you what mean I'm speaking of. Sweating? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm freaking out when you say that. Don't refuse assistance up a hill. Uh, okay, so no, no, no. If a man wants to help, make him. Wear laced boots. Don't wear laced boots. Sorry, they're yeah. tiresome. Don't imagine everybody's looking at you. Don't imagine everyone is looking at you. Don't wear a garden party hat with bloomers. Okie dokie. <laughs> this one I agree with. Well, that one actually makes sense. <laughs> On or off a bike. Don't chew gum. <laughs> Exercise your jaws in private. Oh, my God. Don't ask, what do you think of my bloomers? What? <laughs> Don't use bicycle slang. Leave that to the boys. Oh, really? Don't go out after dark with a male escort. What? Don't let your golden hair be hanging down your back. Okay, so <laughs> so very a lot of rules. Can I just ask? Yes. What would bicycle slang be? Do you think? Oh God. Spokes. Chain. Chain. Tires. I, you're on your two tire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're on, on your two tire. Yeah, you're on your two tire. Yeah. Zip it by. Zip it by. Zip by your two tire. Yeah. I That's for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not that coming from you, ladies. Um. 
Don't overdo things. Let cycling be a recreation, not a labor. Don't ignore the laws of the road because you're a woman. Yeah, woman. Don't scream if you meet a cow. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Don't scream if you meet a cow? I just love that they think That's women, on a lot of lists. I just love that they think women are like, oh my God, what's happening? What is that? I met him. <laughs> you know, women are going to start sleeping with cows if they keep getting introduced. I've seen it happen before. Uh, don't appear in public until you've learned to ride well. Yep. By, and by that, just ride in your room until you're ready to go out on the road. Um, the constant warnings about women could be destroyed by bikes continued throughout the 1890s, but not all were on board with the attacks. One Chicago Daily News article said, quote, when a woman wants to learn anything or do anything useful or even have any fun, there is always someone to solemnly warn her that it is her duty to keep well. Meanwhile, in many states, she can work in factories 10 hours a day. She can stand behind the counters in badly ventilated stores yes. from 8 o'clock to 6. She yes. can bend over the sewing machine for 5 cents an hour, and no one cares enough to protest. Yes. But when these same women find a cheap and delightful way of getting the fresh air and exercise, there is a great hue and cry about their physical welfare. By the way, if they're so obsessed with fresh air, why not let a man just blow into their mouths all the time? Thank you. That's the freshest air. Comes from a man, not Earth. I'm sure they burned this newspaper down after that. Oh, yeah. Right. They were like, yeah. Show us the monster who wrote this. We want your head. Uh, but it, it was over. They were not going to stop women from riding bicycles. They could not put the cat back in the bag. Women even uh, started... Or they could not put the animal womb back in the bigger animal. Thank you. The way women uh, rode horses changed. The decline of uh, riding side saddle was finally here. In the early 1900s, newspaper stories started appearing about women riding their horses astride, one leg on each side of the horse. Uh, this was received as you would expect. Uh, I don't feel well. <laughs> I've just seen a woman express merriment with her legs over a horse while she hides her hymen shattering. Look at her. Oh, God. Smiling to hide the hymen pain she's clearly in. The Los Angeles Times, May 1905, quote, The woman cannot throw her leg over the back of a horse without profaning the grace of femininity or grasp with her separated knees the shoulders of her mount without violating the laws of good taste or appear in the cross saddle without any bit of dignity, elegance, or poise. Well, we're... We're making baby steps. Yeah, we really are. Baby steps. Really making progress. Uh, of course, worse technology was coming, the automobile. Uh, the woman! Doctors got to work explaining the horrors of riding in cars. Oh, my God! the ladies. From the influence of the automobile upon gynecological conditions by Dr. J. Clifton Edgar. Quote, regarding the influence of motoring upon the nervous systems of woman, one is able to sort them into two distinct classes. In one, little disturbance is produced. In a second class of women... Will be found those who can never adjust themselves mentally to the use of the automobile for more than short runs at low speed. A speed over 15 or 20 miles per hour in a car causes actual mental suffering, nervous excitement, and circulatory disturbances. So the last often accompanied by racing heart beats extending into the night and causing insomnia. There's two camps mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to a woman in yep. an automobile. Go ahead. Um, the, like first, yeah. the first one. Yeah. Negligible. All good. You'll basically not notice much yeah, of a difference in your woman. Drive about. Drive about. She's yeah. going to seem the same. Yeah. She might be the same. Okay. Uh, the second class. Yep. Uh, like I said, first class, nothing bad. Yep. Uh, the second class, 
her body becomes hell. Oh. Her body becomes a complete nightmarish hell. She is in a skin prison. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that she cannot shatter her way out of. From the car. Yes, exactly. Her heart rate explodes. Fuck me. At this point, her blood is probably leaking from her heart. Good God, Going Doc. all over her uh, womb like a magic shell. Yeah. Uh, she is losing her control. Yeah. Her brain is melting. Uh, uh, her uh, genitalia is uh, aroused to the point where she uh, is achieving some sort of a satanic orgasm. Um, oh. The woman will, without question, explode. It's a matter of how much time do you have on your hands. Yeah, now, the second you see any disturbance, the best thing you can do is stop your car, get your woman out, and throw her in ice. Throw her in a big tub of ice. Now, you're a doctor. You're I a... am an absolute mechanic. <laughs> I did not mean to mislead you. I am Sorry. a car mechanic. No, because you're talking about women and their bodies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so of course. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm not a doctor. Guy. I'm a guy who knows stuff. I'm a car mechanic. Like you're just a guy. I'm a guy. So you know about cars. I know a lot about cars. And I also know what it does. I told you one of the camps of women will stay fine. Okay. Yeah, so I'm yeah, pretty sure I know two camps. I'm not saying that, hey, watch out. I'm not this chicken little guy. Who, oh, all the women are going to die. They're not. 78% of them will. And they will melt like candles. Seven, melt? 78% of the woman, women, the woman, whatever you call them, they will melt like candles. You're a doctor. I am a mechanic. I'm a doctor of cars. But a woman is a lot like a car. No. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces that go in there. No, that's not. And they don't really work. No. And she's in a lot of no. danger. No, none of that is true. So if she's like a car with too no, many parts. None of that. She's like a car with no engine and five batteries. Okay, so. She's all jammed up. No. And you, sir, want to take her for a ride. She will melt like a goddamn candle. Have you ever had intercourse? With a car, yeah, I sleep with a lot of the cars. Jesus Christ, get yeah. out of my fucking house! Okay, I'm not well, buying your all, car. First of all, first of all, I am a doctor. No, you can't be a doctor. Now. All right, I'm not a doctor, but I want to stay for dinner. <laughs> Come on, it smells really honey, good. Honey, could you pick? Honey, could you cook this nice man a meal? You're not letting her stand up, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, all of her baby parts no, are gonna no, drop on no, your floor no, and no, turn I, into some sort of no, demon. I took off her legs. Oh. Oh, good. Okay. I was going to say. She's healthy. Oh, very healthy. Mouth's a little active for my liking. <laughs> um, other doctors responded to Dr. Edgar's paper. A Dr. Broadhead quote. I think Dr. Broadhead. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think. Quote, I think Dr. Edgar's paper is most conservative. Certain women appear to be especially susceptible to the miscarriage influence of the automobile, and certain conditions within the female pelvis appear to me to favor this. Women with relaxed uterus support are especially prone to the unfavorable vibrations introduced by excessive motoring. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, you want to be careful. In 1909, clearly tired of the bullshit, 22-year-old Alice Ramsey drove three female friends cross-country in 59 days. Oh my God. What is this? Which helped prove women could be trusted behind the wheel. The idea of a wandering room after literally about 2,000 years was starting to be dispelled. <laughs> Suddenly, doctors started coming out against the wandering womb. Ah. The Journal of the AMA in 1912, quote, I have seen cases of fractured pelvises in women. In none have I ever seen a displaced uterus. Numerous similar records can be collected to prove that severe crushing injuries do not cause displacements of the uterus. Well, I mean, if you're going to try to prove something, you might find something you don't like. From an anatomical standpoint, 
traumatic displacements of the uterus practically never occur. Doctors have long marveled at how the little organ finds its way back when the surgeon's knife is near. Why this sudden change? A doctor quote. One of the largest one of the largest city railway companies informed me that this is a frequent cause for claims of personal injury. Oh God! A what? That's why another large railway company stated that it's frivolous. It had five hundred such claims. The insurance companies consulted, likewise, stated that traumatic displacements of the uterus were frequently claimed and were among their most difficult cases to handle. Yes, displaced uteri, uteri uterus, were now costing the railroads. Tons of And that's why. So they were like, fine. Fine, there's no moving uterus. But they still shouldn't be allowed to do it. (laughs) Just because. Doctors started changing their diagnosis because women were filing insurance claims. The doctors... What a great... Now, was that in any way a tactic? Or were women just sort of like, it's the time we live in, let's just... Well, back then, women had had to... First of all, if you want to be independent, you you could do... um, You could do stuff like... If you were engaged to a man and he left you, you could sue him for oh, money. Okay. So there was a way that, like, the, si- the system of capitalism allowed women to right. do certain things so they wouldn't be dependent upon the state, right. of which there was no actual dependence on the state, so they would be tossed out. Right. So it was a way for them to survive, essentially. Right. And then so now the guys are just like, oh, this loophole is affecting Let's us negatively. Let's close this one. Let's well, this, this is one that's not good because this keeps them from getting – now no man controls them if they get a payout, payout from the right. railroad, right? Um, the displaced uterus is now costing the railroads money. Uh, There's a sentence I didn't think I'd hear. Doctors start what charging their diagnoses. The, the displaced uterus was starting to cost oh, yes. the railroads yes. money. yes. Um, the doctor's switch was bad news for some women as personal injury claims for traumatic uterus displacements were being filed against railroads frequently. So the idea of the watering uterus was not wandering uterus was not ended because men suddenly realized they were being assholes. It was due simply to cash and capitalism yeah. money. Doctors were coming down on the other side. <laughs> a Dr. C.W. Hopkins said 12 patients had claimed they had a displaced uterus, but none of the claims were authentic. Another surgeon said he had seen from 80 to 100 alleged cases, but none were displacements. Quote, in a majority of cases, the person claiming the injury was a malingerer, a lazy slacker kind of person. Okay. One of the best known railway surgeons in the country. How are you? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm Dr. John Train. <laughs> I so, after I read this, I so wanted to pitch a show called Railway Surgeon. How are you? I'm the Railway Surgeon. <laughs> I handle miscarriages of justice. Yeah. <laughs> I assume because they had long train trips and there was a doctor on the train. Yeah. That would make sense, I guess. Yeah, it's, the train you know, if surgeon. It's uh, if, you're the, if you're a surgeon on a train, you're just oh. in the booze cart bringing the hammer down every day. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? A hernia? Oh, shit. I haven't been drinking for this. <laughs> Um, All right, well, let's just get the train milkman. <laughs> we have one of everything. This is Noah's Ark. One of the best known railway surgeons in the country stated that... How are you? I'm not even the best, but I'm up there. In more than 25,000 cases, accident cases, he had never seen a true displacement or prolapsed. Can I leave the train years. now? Yes. Please? No. I want to go home. The International Journal of Surgery, quote, if there is a good possibility of collecting large damages, a slight fall on a railway train may be deemed a sufficient case of displacement of the uterus. Now take, for instance, our present fashions. Sure, bloomers. A lady will wear a tight corset, and she is almost undressed except as to that. 
If she has a displacement of the uterus that can be determined by four doctors before a jury, this will gain her a judgment. They do not stop to consider her dress and that she may be without very much except a corset. We need to be very careful in forming our opinions when called for claims of an injury of this kind. So, so I think that's going back to the cold uterus thing that he's trying to say that the, the displacements were happening because of what they were... <laughs> I mean, the idea that a corset holds your womb in place. No, not in place. I think it. No, he meant my boot. That might be what he's saying. That's a sad. Well, either way. The idea that your clothing. Oh, hold, like, that, that's what. Hey, skin is nature's clothing. That's what you have on to hold these organs in place. He's like, yes, but still, uh, bloomers will let the heart leak out of the mouth, quite simply. I, I, I just want to say. Maybe we should just let women take over for a little while. We maybe? A, maybe we should take a back seat and not do anything. We just, how about Dave, all Dave, we would take a back seat, but then our balls would come out of our mouths. Maybe men should take a break. Without question. <laughs> oh, imagine. Oh, fuck. Uh-huh. So uterine displacement was on its way out. Finally. And then came airplanes. Oh, no. When the first international requirements for commercial pilots were proposed in 1919, female pilots were to be examined by a doctor every three months, while a man pilot was examined every six months sure in 1933 aeronautics department medical doctor roy whitehead began examining or began keeping records of menstrual abnormalities pregnancies and miscarriages of female pilots and he recommended female pilots not fly three days before menstruation to three days afterwards which can be up to 13 days so pretty much half the month dr whitehead quote any women pilots have many women pilots have fainted when flying with fatal results of which there's no proof whatsoever. Right. But again, there's that P word. <laughs> he wrote an article for the Journal of Aviation Medicine in which he said that out of 10 female pilots killed while flying, eight were menstruating. <laughs> I double checked. There was certainly blood on the body. Right? How do you? There was blood. <laughs> now, the crash was horrific, but the woman was definitely covered in menstruation. A lot of it came from her head, too. A lot of head menstruation. Terrible. Women, quote, women are not physically or psychologically suited for flying or on a regular run. Nope. Still, women flew. In October 1934, Dr. Jeanette Packard piloted a balloon to a record altitude 5,579 feet. How's your vagina? <laughs> it's popping. I knew it. But the National Geographic Society refused to back her flight, saying they would have nothing to do with sending a woman and mother in a balloon into danger. Yep. In 1941, the Journal of Aviation Medicine published an article, quote, should women fly during the menstrual period? What? I mean, that is so insane. And during World War II. What an, I mean, right, right? I mean, just ima- <laughs> even with our standards today that are shit, how inappropriate a title is that it's for an article? Madness. And during World War II, doctors said women Air Force pilots shouldn't fly during their menstrual cycles. So why not take this thought process into space. Oh, my God. In 1960, Dr. William Lovelace II. Hello, Lovelace here. <laughs> Welcome to Lovelace. And Brigadier General Donald Flickinger. Hi, I'm a Mr. Flickinger. Thought maybe women might be good astronauts because they are on average smaller and lighter than men. Oh, but Dave, you're forgetting about that nasty thing betwixt their legs. Huh? Yes. The bicycle seat. That's right. <laughs> The Women in Space program had begun. After rigorous testing, 13 women passed the same test as NASA's astronaut selection process. Well, there's one problem. The group was then told they would be going to the Naval School 
of aviation medicine in Florida to undergo advanced aeromedical examinations using military equipment and jet aircraft. So this is on a military base. Okay. Two of the women quit their jobs to attend, but just days before they were to report, the Navy said it would not allow the use of their facilities, and the program was immediately over. Okay, good. A year later, Soviet cosmonaut Valentina Tereshkova became the first woman in space. She is somehow able to stop period with her mind. (laughs) She's strong. She's able to keep control of it. She actually pushed it. There's no way she's a woman. She absolutely woman. She's not a woman. She a woman she goes into space. She procrastinate period. A woman goes into space when the, when the aircraft comes back down and you take off the top of that aircraft, blood shoots out. No, but she's a that's strong. A, that's a science, she's a strong Soviet woman. She's a man. No, she's a woman. She's With a able, penis. No, she's strong Soviet woman. She able to say to her body, "Okay, body, I know you want to have period. Can we wait six months and then we have one really big period?" No, that's not what happens. Yes, that is exactly what she do. Women explode. Yes, the American women explode. No, all women. It's no, a, not it's all a, women. You can't control your apparatus down there. The, I, we are that able, thing is like an animal in an animal. She trained for years to be able to control apparatus down yeah, there, no, which she does. Believe, she does control apparatus down true. there. Not Absolutely. True. So then at the there. end of six months, she has one enormous. Yeah. For, if she has six months, at the six-month period, the end of six months, she had one terrible period. She cried the whole time. She ate so much chocolate ice cream. All she do is talk about how much she missed boyfriend. But we are able to send her in space. So yes, she's a weak woman. Of course, she's weak woman. She woman, but she able to postpone <laughs> her weak womanness for a little while to get job done for Soviet army. Foolish man! It's like you have no gynecologist in America. We got a lot. Yes. Why do you think our women can't ride horses or trains? Well, because they'll explode. We're not idiots. We all believe in the same science technology. All right. We finally found a goddamn common ground. Yes, that's right. Plus, we understand we are headed off to America. Best trained surgeon in the world. Thank you. Number one for trained surgery. Thank you. Yes, without question. <laughs> so the U.S. went the other way as the uh, uh, Soviets. So all, the, all they need is for the Russians to go up and do it once. And they're like, women, get up there. Nope. Oh, no. They were like. By 1964, the Women in Space program, with zero evidence, stated that putting, quote, a temperamental psycho physiological woman they're calling a hormonal uh, woman is what they're saying there or a woman together with a complicated machine is not suggested okay right because yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Sure. it's stated that women would have uh, to time her flight to her cycle to avoid issues and that was not possible it's impossible Others said micro. Unless we really figured. It out. Unless we do. Others said microgravity might increase the incidence of retrograde menstruation. Absolutely. Uh, which is a thing. Yes, it is. Blood might flow up the fallopian tubes into the abdomen, causing health problems. This yes. was based on nothing. No, believe it or not, you'll get her up there and she'll be a blood geyser. <laughs> Just fountaining blood out of her mouth. No one had done any experience. Experiments whatsoever. There you don't was zero need experiments data when you have a gut instinct. To support or refute it. By the mid-1960s, NASA wasn't open to women since the requirements for astronauts stipulated that uh, they be military test pilots. So this excluded women until 1978. When were chimps allowed to go to space? <laughs> <laughs> that had to be by now, for like sure. fucking late 50s. 20 years after the Soviets, in eight, uh, 1983, Sally Ride became the first American woman in space. Sally, quote, 
I remember the engineers trying to decide how many tampons should be packed oh in it. Oh, my God. On a one-week flight, they asked, is 100 the right number? Hey, hi, hi, Sally. How are you? We're the geniuses yeah. from NASA. Hi. Um, so, um, uh-huh. how many tampons for your vagina enough? We recommend 100. Do you know what books are? <laughs> Yeah, books. We read a yeah, bunch of books. Book, there's bi- biology books and stuff. You could actually just look Yeah, up. yeah, but but the difference is your vagina is going to space. And without being too intrusive, how many of these cotton things do you need for it? Why don't you put one in your ass? Well, but one in your nose and okay. then one in your other nose. Yeah. And then put it one in your eye. Hey, I think space is already starting to affect her. She thinks that we need them. <laughs> uh, Sally, we'll just put a thousand in here, okay? Great. Yeah, that's good. And put them in your vagina when you get up there because your blood's going to go crazy. Good. She's become a real jerk. There have now been a lot of women in space. Turns out no problems with menstruating. Just like no problem with the wombs on horses and bikes and cars and trains. Women are still not allowed on submarines in the Navy. The excuse being sleeping and privacy arrangements. A large part of that argument was the lack of an area for gynecological exams. So we've really advanced there. Uh, okay. Have they put uh, so a, Have they thought about a submarine surgeon? <laughs> Addendum. A, a, a epilogue. We'll call it the epilogue. Sure. In 2010, Gianfranco Casper, president of the International Ski Federation, said on ESPN that the female uterus might burst upon landing from a ski jump. Holy shit. Online Gosh. headline, February 14, 2014, quote, first women's Olympic ski jumping competition completed without a single uterus explosion. Boy, but talk about a rating spike. Anyway. Men, 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 men. What other... We're great. At what point, when you're wrong all the time, does it start to... Do we say we don't value your opinion on women's... But can you imagine... Like, the like if you were a dude and you were like... I am a dude. But if back then you were a dude and you were like, what, what if we just let ladies ride bicycles and, and the amount of shit that would come down on yeah. you from the other dude? Yeah. What the fuck are you? Check out fucking Larry yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. But do I, uh, is this still on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. well, don't you think a lot of this um, is sort of happening today here? No, no, no. Reverting with no. this yeah. In what way? In regime, what way? 100%. With this regime. 100%. Yeah. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. all this about... Well, I what, there's a what, lot of there's a, a Jordan there's a Peterson. Of Jordan there? Peterson is a big. Uh, he's getting a Toronto professor. He's becoming huge, and it's tons of this kind of shit. And right. he's like, he's like talking about forced monogamy, and like there's this is a big thing that's coming back. Mm. Well, another, th- mm. I mean, what is definitely a trend that is back now is that your science has no value, and if someone just says something's true because they believe it, that's enough. Mm. Or if someone just says that something's true and it isn't, but they say it enough, that's enough. But I was thinking in particular about, um, uh, you know, what's going on with the government here and yeah. the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all totally. the, it's all reverting. Because yeah. of, and it, it is like a regime. You're here, talking about it? how five white guys are going to take away the woman's right to choose yes, what she wants absolutely. to do? Yes, so I'm afraid. Great. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, it's, it's a 20-year orchestrated campaign. And you hear what you're saying, and you feel that some of that is happening right now. Yes. It is just, It's yeah. being turned back instead of going that's forward. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that's a good thing. Yeah, men are great. Yeah. They are. Because then they it really means are. Well, the particularly guy, your supreme leader. 
Oh, mom, you keep saying that, and you're acting <laughs> we like we're not. We don't call him that. We don't. I mean, an emperor. Yeah, he's lovely. We're not. We're not yeah, the law. You have a queen. Floating baby Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I do know. have a queen. We have a queen. Well, they yeah, should you just, have a they queen should just too. put those floating baby Trumps everywhere. Everywhere. All yeah. Over yes. the fucking place. Uh, he would lose his mind if there were yeah. floating uh, baby Trumps. Be the Trumps best. Well, it is going on a world tour. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Yeah. So with that's pi- cool. With Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pink Floyd and Baby Trump. It's the new Pink Floyd concept album. Boy. Anything else? No. What a nightmare. Yep. It just never ends. No. It doesn't end. All right. All right. Well, well we tried. We signed. We signed cars. We still will. Uter. Uter. We do not sign uter. We don't sign uter. Well, actually, we'll sign a car as long as a woman isn't inside That's of it. That's right. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Thank you. Glad you were here for something it was so sweet. Most enjoyable. Yes. Most enjoyable. Thank you. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 